Tilly's Chicken Shack. Tilly Earp, E-R-P, was originally from Florida. She migrated to Philadelphia, where she had a family connection of some type. She stayed there, worked as a domestic servant, and then she migrated to Harlem, and she started selling fried chicken and biscuits out of a converted baby stroller. Live from our studio in Babson Park, Massachusetts, it's the Fred Opie Show. Here's a bonus episode from some teaching I did on African American history and food ways. Enjoy. As a huckster, she saved up enough money where she eventually built a brick and mortar place right in the middle of Harlem's most popular jazz club space, known as Tilly's Chicken Shack. There's another woman, her name was Pig Feet Mary. And she did the same thing. She created a bootleg cart where she sold pickled pig's feet, eventually saved up money, opened a restaurant, became known as a great entrepreneur. Pig's Feet Mary is also from the South. During World War I and World War II, there were people like Henry Ford and others in Detroit who, because of the war, many of their workers were out fighting in the war. And they had a large number of jobs that needed to be filled. They would not only recruit African-Americans from the South, but they would pay for their transportation up North because they needed the workers so bad. So Detroit was so important because of the automobile industry, African-American newspapers, letting people in the South know about these opportunities were black owned and operated newspapers. They had people who sold these papers. That's often how people could find out about these jobs. The North had what was known as de facto Jim Crow. Jim Crow in the South was legal. In the North, it was by custom. African-Americans could have situations where they didn't make as much. They were given inferior housing from the Hudson Valley. And the General Motors plant was right there in the town of Sleepy Hollow or North Harrytown. That's the area where my father grew up. My father's family, they were migrants from Virginia. And General Motors would hire African-American for menial labor or custodial work but you wouldn't get the same job that a white worker would get. A lot of um, organizing they had to do to desegregate the unions in the North. It was still better than what many experienced in the South. Harlem, Detroit, Cleveland, Chicago, Pittsburgh, Boston, Newark, New Jersey, that were important destinations for African-American migrants and providing jobs and opportunities. African-American women who came up from the South, like my both my grandmothers, worked as domestic servants because it was the only job available for Black women. And so a lot of them worked as domestic servants, taking care of wealthy white children as a babysitter, feeding them, housekeepers, all kinds. This was quite common. Same work that many of them might have done in the South. If you look at these jobs today, who's doing them? Depends where you are. These things are cyclical. I just finished reading the book about the Kennedys and most of the people who had domestic servants who had money in Boston, they had Irish women working as domestic servants doing the exact same thing you see these black women do. That's what they did. That's it for this edition of the Fred Opie Show. Thank you for joining us. If you want to know more about what I do, go to fredopie.com. Take a look at my website. You'll see my blog, a list of my books and ways you can contact me if you're looking for a speaker. Thanks.